Well, at this point, you know, we're, um, you know, the, the business is, is proven. We, we're over a million dollars in ARR. Uh, so I think it's an easier process at this point than it is, you know, uh, early on. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Ziv Foss. He's got 15 years of experience envisioning and building customer-centric communication software. He's leading package.ai to become loved by customers, has a Wharton MBA, ex-Microsoft and Skype guy in Seattle, specifically Silicon Valley. Uh, again, now focused on the business, turning delivery into a marketing engine. Ziv, you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. Let's go. All right. What does that mean, turning delivery into a marketing engine? So uh, PackageAI is basically a combination of uh, delivery management software and a conversational AI platform that uh, basically transforms the last mile or delivery experience into uh, a very customer-centric uh, experience. And uh, basically what happens is uh, through our de- delivery management platform, we give the consumers a real voice in the delivery process and then in turn uh, basically produces engagement that turns uh, into glowing reviews and uh, repeat sales uh, for our customers who are the retailers uh, typically. So, so name one or two of your customers. When I think last mile delivery, am I, am I thinking like Uber Eats or am I thinking like McDonald's and their internal app for last mile delivery? No, no. So we actually focus on a very specific uh, vertical, which is uh, home furnishings and appliance delivery. Ah. Uh, so we work with a bunch of, um, uh, you know, small from the smaller to uh, medium-sized and larger furniture and appliance retailers all across the U.S. and Canada. And um, we help them with this challenging process, right, of, of delivering sofas and, and, uh, and dishwashers and putting them, placing them in, in, in people's homes. Uh, so Ziv, so let's use let's use Spencer's TV and appliance. The logo's on your website. So mm-hmm. I am a consumer. I order a TV from Spencer's. They're going to deliver it. Now, are are they using is are these Spencer's delivery drivers or is Spencer's using someone in between to do last mile delivery? Yeah, so they're using contractors to do it, but they manage through through our system. They manage the entire process of uh, routing. You know the the vehicles and drivers, and then as a consumer, you basically have a chatbot interface so uh, into the operation where you can basically converse with um, uh, the the delivery operation and basically with, with Spencer's TV right as a retailer uh, and and um, and exchange information in a two-way bi-directional uh, manner about your delivery and that basically relieves like a lot of the micro stress that happens around coordinating deliveries making last minute changes you basically now have a voice that you can um, you can sound like you, you you basically communicate with the operation and we handle most of these communications automatically. I see. So what does a company or a retailer like Spencer's pay you on average per month or per year to use the technology? Yeah. So the, the sweet spot is about $60,000 uh, a year. So that's kind of what we think of as a medium size um, customer. We have some smaller ones and we have a few larger ones. 
Uh, and generally, as many other SaaS companies, we're kind of trending up in the account values, but that's basically the, so between, let's say, $50,000 and $100,000 uh, a year is uh, like a standard. Uh, okay. But you'd yeah. say maybe 60000 a year is sort of your average currently. Uh, yeah, it's the, let's say it's the average in the, in the last like year or so we have, uh, some, again, we kind of started from smaller and have been, you know, going up the chain. Tell me, tell me more about that. So how, how people that were paying you like smaller plans, what are you pricing off? Is it number of deliveries, number of seats, feature upsells? What, what how are you pricing? So we're pricing, um, there's basically two kind of, um, uh, two tiers of pricing. One is based on how many, uh, drivers or delivery vehicles, basically, uh, they operate. And that's basically a proxy for a number of orders. Um, and How many orders can uh, one driver handle in a month? Uh, so you know, typically, it's uh, between, let's say, 10 and 25 a day, depending on, on the, the way they operate okay. uh, per, per vehicle. Um, and, we, and that's basically a subscription you know, per, per vehicle per month. And then we also uh, charge for... Uh, reviews that we generate, and that's by typically by location. So the location that you manage the reviews for, like a, kind of a physical store. Interesting. So those are the okay. two avenues. Mm -hmm. That's that's interesting. So across, I want to go back to how you got your first customers in, because that's always a fun story. But how many customers like Spencer's are you working with today? Um, so you were breaking up a bit. Can you repeat the question? I uh, yeah, no, I want to get the backstory on your first customer. But before we do that, how many customers are you working with today, like Spencer's? So we have, uh, without going into specific details, but we have uh, dozens of customers in, in North okay. America. Okay, got it. So fair to say, it's sort of like more than twenty-four, but less than a hundred. Yes. <laughs> okay. Very cool. And are you only focused on North America? We are uh, at the ah. moment. Just you know, we're we're still a small team. Um, the, the engineering team is, is in Israel. I'm, I'm based in Israel and kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, fly a lot. What's the total, what's the total team size? Uh, 10. Oh, 10. Okay. And so how many engineers are in Israel? Uh, so we have uh, seven people in Israel and uh, three in the U.S. today. Seven. The seven in Israel, they're all engineers? Uh, it's uh, mostly engineers and some, you know, engineering uh, support, but uh, yeah, for the most part, it's very okay. heavy, very heavy on the R and D. Yeah. All right. Take, take me back to early days here. You're a Seattle Skype, Microsoft guy. How the heck do you end up in this kind of space? When did you write the first line of code for the yeah. platform? It's a good question. So I, yeah, I lived in the, so I'm Israeli, you know, by origin, I uh, lived in the States between 2015 and uh, sorry, uh, 2005 and 2015, I got an MBA. Uh, worked at Microsoft in Seattle and then in San Francisco in a, in a company called uh, Fuse, which was a Zoom competitor. So I kind of, you know, come from the communications space and uh, chatbots were kind of, you know, taking off the, or starting to be interesting. Uh, and there was a lot of hype. Uh, and then we, I was just, you know, we decided to move back to Israel, like as a family after a long time in the States. And I was looking, you know, I kind of decided I'm going to do a startup. And, um, you know, I had a bad experience with UPS in Silicon Valley, uh, delivering a, a computer. So that kind of, you know, uh, was kind of a personal experience. Uh, and I got to thinking, okay, like chatbots, this can, you know, communications is really the problem here. And that was the genesis of, uh, you know, how we got started. What year was that? So that was uh, the company we formed it in 2017 and, you know, got started a bit before I met Yoav, my partner, who is the CTO and the 
you know, the master uh, engineering mind behind uh, us and um, the two yeah. founders. Yeah, we're two founders. Yeah. I'm Did you CEO guys just say we're just going to you were just going to split it 50-50 down the middle or how did you guys have the tough equity Absolutely. conversation? Yeah, yeah, 50-50, you know, full partnership. This is, you know, like a marriage. Uh, yep. and it's been working well uh, since then. Now, now that the two of you guys still own 100% equity or have you raised yes. capital? Oh, no, we've raised uh, yeah, we've raised capital. Um, we still own, you know, control, but uh, we've raised about 3 million dollars uh, to date. So no VCs, you know, more kind of friends and family and industry insiders. Um, Can you yeah. break that down for me, Ziv? What was the first round of funding? What year? So in twenty seven, so in twenty seventeen, we raised a pre-seed round. Um, it was around uh, seven hundred thousand, and the rest, um, which I think it was our seed round, uh, is was in kind of multiple, you know, safe, uh, safe kind of uh, vehicles, um, and uh, yeah, and we're kind of gearing up to raise our. Uh, Kind of an A round in the next uh, six months. Mm-hmm. Just starting the process. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. Taking back to customer number one in 2017, who was it and how'd you find them? (laughs) Yes, uh, the the trenches days. The trenches, Uh, yep. Yeah, so our first, so we, we, there were two kind of first customers. One was uh, in Australia, which is, you know, our only customer in Australia. We, we got them, got, you know, connected to them by, by really chance. Uh, and they, they, you know, they're a furniture retailer in, in Sydney and Melbourne, actually all over Australia. And, and, you know, they really loved the, it was very early days, but they loved the vision. And uh, yeah, they're still, they're still, you know, on with us. Uh, and then in the U.S., uh, there was a company called Stella Delivery, based in New Jersey, um, and they just took a chance on us. Uh, How did you find them, though? Was it a LinkedIn message? You you knocked on their door. What was it? Uh, yes, we. It was a an email like uh, campaign we did, um, but we did targeting who a lot of time targeting just you know like appliance delivery furniture and appliance delivery companies. Um, and uh, yeah, the platform was again very immature that that time, and you know, we made a personal connection. And Ralph, who is uh, leading our sales, Ralph Schulberg, uh, he's he's the head of sales for us, uh, you know, GM North America, and he just you know kind of powered it through. That's awesome. We love that. Cold emails still work, folks. What you guys probably sent out thousands to get the one closed customer exactly. on the first, yes. right? <laughs> <laughs> 
how it works. All right. So, so real quick, going back to the, to the funding story here is if, so you raised 700,000 pre-seed in 2017, obviously you're raising that based off your background. It sounds like you were successful, obviously at sort of the zoom company, Skype, obviously Seattle, uh, you're going out raising from friends and family. What cap did you end up deciding to raise it in back in 2017? Um, so in 2017, we raised at, uh, it was a, uh, uh, I don't remember like, you know, exactly, but you know, somewhere a lot, uh, between one and 1.5 million. Okay. A pre-money? Yes. Got it. So you, you sold basically like a third of the company back then. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, um, yes, uh, roughly a bit, a bit less, but uh, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Around that. It was that. like an incubator. There was a bit like a... Um, Which incubator? Uh, no, like in, in Israel, there's like an incubation, like incubators that are kind of government uh, based. So it, it was it was called the Nielsen Innovate, um, but it's kind of backed by Israeli government. So, um, like it's it's a program basically. So Nielsen Innovate, the incubator, is on so your Nielsen cap table incubator. today. Yeah, yeah, I so, see. And they they are the largest uh, shareholder outside of uh, the founders, basically, and uh, you know small investors. I see. Well, okay. So they then also put in some of the extra 2.3 million you did in your seed. They also participated. Yes. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Now, now you mentioned you're, you're sort of raising now, uh, how much are you doing? Well, and then, you know, starting now, what's the kickoff process like? There's a lot of people listening that are thinking about raising, but they don't really know what it's like. And you've, you've been through the trenches. So what's that like? Um, well, well, at this point, you know, we're, um, you know, the, the business is, is proven. We, we are over a million dollars in ARR. Uh, so, I think it's an easier process at this point than it is, you know, uh, early on. Um, yeah, I, I, we're kind of working on 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 just kind of preparing the pitch and the plan, and and you know, we'll go out there. How much are you how are you looking for? <clears throat> uh, so it's so the, it's still kind of early in the plan, but you know, kind of a you know meaningful a round. Uh, I don't know these days like the numbers uh, just go up and up. Well, they're all over. That's why <laughs> I asked. So, I mean, are you targeting like a 5 million series A? Yeah, I think somewhere between 5 and 10. Okay, between 5 and 10. And then look, valuations are also all over the place. I would argue at your stage you have some metrics you can point to in terms of traction, but it's still your ability to tell a good story about the future value of the company. So, what valuation do you think you try and raise at? Yeah, uh it's a good question. Uh, you know, my philosophy or our philosophy is that like uh, we uh, you know we want a good valuation but and, and we want to give you know away as little of the company as possible but we also don't want to create uh, you know get into a place where we have a down round after uh in the future so you know we want to keep it you know like uh, sane i would say um i think the you know average value average multiples at least like in the past have been between 30 and 40 right in, in, like uh this growth uh rate that, that, that we're showing which is you know between two and three times 3x like year over year uh, so that's you know roughly the what we're, what we're thinking but it's again it's still very early on and Ziv with 24 north of 24 customers paying caught an average of sixty thousand bucks a year that would put you at about 101.4 million in ar right now run rate rise is that about right yeah right. and if you're growing 30 percent 40 percent year over year that means about a year ago you were doing what eighty thousand bucks a month in terms of run rate uh yeah sorry the 
You mean ARR or sorry? Yeah. So right now, if you take 24 north of 24 customers at 5,000 bucks a month, you told me the average was about 60,000 ACV, 5,000 mm-hmm. monthly ARPU times 24 is $120,000 a month in revenue. You said you're yeah. growing three to 50% oh, right. year over yeah. year. So, so a year ago, what was MRR? Yeah. A year ago, MRR was about, yeah, around the 50. Oh, even lower. Okay. Guys, so you've had more. I mean, you've, You've had way higher than fifty percent year over year growth. Yeah, yeah, no, two x. So two x. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, good. I'm glad I asked that. Okay, yeah. good. So, so when you start then talking about you know thirty to forty x valuation multiples, if you're at sort of one point five run rate today times a thirty five x multiple, that means you're sort of. I mean, this is pretty standard actually, right? A five million on a fifty million pre something like that. Right. Interesting. Again, early thinking, but uh, yeah, that's- Where do you think, you think you'll raise from folks in, in, in Israel or are you going to come over to the States or who, who, who are you looking for in terms of lead? It's a good question. Again, I think we want to be, we want to choose the right partner. Um, and, and again, right now the, the company is, is growing and, and, you know, we're very lean and, and uh, still a small company, but, uh, but growing, you know, fast. And so it's looking very positive. We'll find the right partner. It can be in Israel. It can be in the US. Uh, I don't know yet. Two minutes left here. Let's shift back to product for a second. Are you helping Spencer's find new delivery drivers? Is there a marketplace where they can hire through you or just communication to the end users? So, no, we, we don't deal right now with, uh, with uh, sourcing drivers. Uh, this is more managing kind of their basically kind of, we call it first party. So basically they manage their own. Um, and we're focused on the software that, that just yeah, communicates, manages the entire pro- uh, process. And also um, helps upsell and, and creates repeat sales, which I think is like a huge, huge. Yeah. How many drivers right now are on the platform? Um, there are, let's see, you know, somewhere between like around a thousand. And how many total reviews? The whole life of the company across all your customers. How many? How many reviews have you generated? It's a good question. Uh, we have a, like the the. I, I, actually, I don't know uh, <laughs> how many we've generated, but. Uh, you know, a lot like the, the response, the, the engagement rate and response rate is like through the roof relative to other. You're talking like a thousand reviews or 10,000 reviews? Oh, much more than thousand. Yeah. More like I would say 10,000. More like 10,000. I don't know exactly the exact numbers, but it, it, a lot like the, the value to our customers is, is amazing. And, and uh, we've had uh, zero churn today. So, you know, no customers left us. Uh, That's great. All right, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, it's a good question. Uh, you know, the I would say the it's not really a business book. I don't read a lot of business books, but uh, Master Algorithm is a book that I read recently about machine learning. Uh, number number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, Jack Dorsey is uh, amazing. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building package? Favorite online tool. Um, Google spreadsheets. Number four, how many hours of sleep to get every night? Not many, between five and six. Five and six. Okay. And what's your situations of married, single kiddos? Three kids. Yeah. Married and three kids. Married with three kids. Well, okay. Busy guy. How old are you? I am 46. 46. Last, last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Um, that I can do this. (laughs) 
Guys, package.ai launched in 2017 after Ziv had an issue with the delivery person messing up his laptop delivery in Seattle. He now built this chatbot, which helps furniture and appliance delivery companies get live reviews from the end customers and also manage the delivery drivers. They're serving over 24 customers right now, doing over $120,000 a month in revenue. That's up from $50,000 a month just a year ago. So well over 200, 200% year over year growth. They've raised, call it 700,000 bucks to get started in 2017 at about a $1.5 million cap. Looking at a Series A now, maybe five to 10 million at a 40 to 50 million valuation. We'll see what Ziv can get in the next six months here. But Ziv, in the meantime, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you very much.